What are you doing over there? Nothing. Just, you know. Is this? Don't tell me this is the baby. It is the baby. Let me see him. With, With his downturned, downturned mouth. I was a baby. <laughs> Maybe I could just name rename myself little baby. Like <laughs> like there's the baby, little baby. I can be like mini baby. Like baby baby. You could be baby baby. Bebe baby. El bebe. <laughs> I could be El Bebe. Like uh I what kind of baby can I be? Because I want What baby to- isn't taken? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths. The pepper is a hot topic that has everybody talking. And the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. I'm Bethany. And I'm Christina. You're a little baby. I'm a little baby. Un petit bebe. Un petit bebe. Well, uh, somebody tell me what the difference between little baby and the baby is. I think we decided okay, wait, that wait, little baby is, is the bigger baby and the baby is, is the smaller the baby. baby. He's the actual baby. Okay, so which one are what? What are their respective songs? Um, the baby is his song. Like his hit song is Shug. And little baby, it, I can't tell. I think I like the baby better. You think you like the baby? I think I, 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 think, I, think I like the. I think I like the baby oh my better. God. Oh my god! Okay, the baby. One word, actually, just learned that. Okay. So the baby. Yeah. This shit goes hard. This shit goes hard. Shake your dress. I have to shake my dress out. And then little baby. Also one word. Let's see. No. What's his top song? Lil Baby. Oh, I think I know. We're the worst kind Drip of people. Hard? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yes. Yes. But this also goes fucking hard. Is this just him or is no, this no, him no, and no, Gunna? No, no, no. I want a solo. Oh, yeah, I like this song. Oh, Close Friends is also him and Gunna. But that's the other song that I know by this guy. Yeah, I like the song, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we should just let it drop. We started off as close friends. Somehow you turn into my girlfriend. This is some real like. It makes me feel like I'm in high school again. Like, yeah. it's some real like. I got a love song. I'm a rapper, but I got a love song for you. Like, okay. I guess so. Like, if someone sent that to you, and like, this is how I feel about you. <laughs> What would you say back? What you gonna text back? Uh, I don't know, but I do think of people or a person when I hear that song. Ew, who? I can't get how you on the air. Come on, come on. There's people listening. Okay, you're right. You know, but you know who it is. Oh yeah. Hey. Okay. Yes. Right. Um. Okay. There are a lot of songs that remind me of other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is not one of them. Okay. Nor is the baby song. Don't even remember that song. Um, I'll come back to that. I'll think of something. Songs that, that like really. Ooh, I have a lot of them actually. Can that be your question? What <laughs> songs remind you of a signif- a former or current significant other? Ooh, dab of the week. Dab of the week. Okay. All right. All right let's right. do That's that. Done. Done and done. We didn't. We didn't have another dab, did we? 
Guys, it's been so long. I don't even remember. <laughs> Who are you? I don't remember what the How last app was. But, oh, since we've been gone, we went to our podcast friends on Deck TV podcast. Yee. They had a live recording and like a special celebration, celebration. for their 300th episode. 300. Damn. Do they record weekly? I think that. I sometimes feel like they record twice a week. Like, there's always a new podcast Damn, in right? my notifications. Those notifications be coming in thick. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all do the same thing. Congratulations, you guys. Congratulations. Animal Brown, Spike Loop. It's always so nice to see y'all. If you haven't checked out their podcast by now, you're slipping, but you should. Oops. It's On Deck TV Podcast, and they talk the most shit about (laughs) you know what i'll just say animal brown talks the most shit about current hip-hop and hip-hop related things yeah it's very nice yeah it's really good good listening congratulations guys so all right well i guess i mean Essentially, there's a lot that's happened over the course of June, mm-hmm. over the month of June. Yes. So I feel like we should just like what 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 stood out to you. So up first, um, you mentioned Corey Goff. Also I, is that no- how you say it, Goff? Goff. I would I would say that's. Can Goff. you spell it? G a u f f. Get to know her name. I we we all should just learn it yeah, now. Exactly. Um, but she goes as Coco. Mm-hmm. Cute. She is a tennis player, and she recently just beat. Was it Venus or was it Venus? It was Venus mm-hmm. Williams in the first round at Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty insane because she's fifth. 15 years old can you what were you doing at 15 <laughs> not this barely shit. existing <laughs> i was a definite school like exactly what that sounds like is exactly what it Google? is a school i What's was just that? scoogling around <laughs> like being all scoogly that's some new shit laying my scoogle on shit like i was definitely just ah, ah, no direction None, zero, zippo. Yeah, I, I find it really amazing. Like children who are talented, I am in so much awe of them. But also their parents, because mm. I'm like, you couldn't have done this by yourself. True. I mean, you could have. You true, true to a certain extent, true. but like the support from a parent is unmatched. The very true. Yeah. The way that I see it, though, that there are certain personality types and like. I don't know, maybe maybe it's a genetic predisposition mm-hmm. to hard work and dedicate or or just to this kind of like head down what uh what validates me is a sense of accomplishment and achievement. Mm-hmm. There are people who are seriously nothing without that. Yeah. They're and driven by they're success. driven by success. Mm. And so I feel like the the majority of the part, and the reason I know this is because my sisters are so amazing. They're kind of a testament <laughs> to that very thing. A testament, thing. but I, I, I'm not saying that I'm not amazing, but I just, we were cut from the same cloth. Like, we had the same parents. We were raised in the same house. And I'm not saying that my parents aren't different. They had a long time to raise me before they had them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they are different, but there are still some, like, 
tropes that me and my sister share even over the de- the the spans of like I don't even know they're 17 years old now 17 oh years later we still have the same issues with my mom and my dad yeah the you all the, all the shit so it's yeah. like it's like I know that those are still the same people but y'all real different y'all yeah. are some different ass shit you know what I'm saying and sometimes I just think it's like it's just bound to happen. That's what happens when people have three or more kids. It's like one of them is one or more or whatever. You know, one of them might be a complete failure. But it's just mm. a lot of times. I mean, and me- the measurement of success is definitely objective. subjective. 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 Based okay. on your own perception. Right. So I get that you can't say that. But my perception or my standard of success is very defined in my mind i think so it's like yeah i I, i'm essentially what i'm trying to say is that i think a lot of it just has to do with a person's like makeup the way your brain is shaped the things that fire the neurons the specific Mm -hmm. things that fire off in your brain are very different from mine so we behave differently for that reason okay 15 years old that that's why you have prodigies like it's just like this two-year-old playing fucking mozart on the piano their mom did not do anything about yeah. that. that that didn't come from that their, is a their, natural it's talent. just something that's it's in their creation it's in their makeup okay this this one coco <laughs> yeah i think a lot of this is it's like she's a combination of everything you just said number okay. one she has two younger brothers one is four years younger and one is nine years younger yeah and then her father, first of all, she's from Atlanta. Um, her father played college basketball at Georgia State and her mom ran track and field at FSU. Mm. So like there's already some of the, and then her dad is her coach. Okay. You know, like okay. I think there is some nurturing that there came is from the definite home. nurturing. Yeah. And again, like Okay, so I have a cousin who's married to a college football coach. Mm-hmm. She has only boys. What do you think those boys do? Do they play football? They not only play football, they play all the sports. Yeah. They swim. They train like collegiate athletes. Really? Obviously for their like size. Yeah. But the the runs, the drills, like he he's a college coach so he takes that's them. how that's the only way he knows how to treat them yeah yeah so he takes them they have weight training and these kids are probably like i don't know eight to ten years old mm-hmm. both of them are between those ages they're young yeah they're but young. they have like weight training they have like very specific just i'm like the, it's gonna be unfair how good these kids are gonna be once they hit once they hit high school it's gonna be unfair. I can't wait to see it <laughs> yeah cause I'm like already like when you see them even in their like little league they're doing shit that's like like we went out to dinner I went out to dinner with their mom and she was like oh uh, Orlando studies football mm-hmm. like he sits in front of the TV and he's like jotting down notes he's mm. like 10 you know so yes nurturing is Nur- a part of I it I think nurturing is a part of it also talent but also at the same time can't this is one I feel like this is one of those sportsy things like uh-huh. practice makes perfect like even if you're yes. not really good at something yes. you can become good at it True. if you continue to, to do it consistently that all all the time what is like Michael Jordan's like famous like 
his drills that he did as a kid where he would shoot like 100 or 300 something weird like that every night you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like he would do it every night like consistently shoot these baskets a certain number like an outrageous number of baskets yeah every single night right you know what i'm saying and then he became michael jordan okay so basically we need to become coco golf <laughs> okay right <laughs> let's practice right now um, that's really exciting for her i'm more than a sound like i like to see more of us in these white Mm -hmm. places like venus and serena Mm -hmm. thank you girls i mean they weren't the first i I won't say they weren't the first no but they definitely came on the scene with the hotness and they're more of our Generation, like that. Those are the tennis players that I knew. Of well, when yes, I was young. and also I think what it speaks to, like when, especially when you talk about Venus, is a very decorated tennis player as well. But when you talk about Serena, she smashed so many records mm-hmm. across the board that it's like it doesn't even matter that she may not have been the first, or she's maybe one one of the few mm-hmm. black female tennis players. But not only did she do that, but she came in and she dominated the sport. She fucking murked it. She said she's setting new standards for mm-hmm. the sport. You know what I mean? So that's what's most impressive and. It's really beautiful that they were able to not only do that, but have literally a person that is Coco Goff see that and be like, wow, she I wonder if I could do at that. The same, she trained under the same people who taught Venus and Serena. Perfect. So it's like she's been, like I said, like she's grown up knowing them as the... Um, the standard the standard the the highest of the high tennis players in her lifetime so imagine like beating your idol yeah i mean not on some like no no but but that must have been really surreal for her that could have can you imagine no i can't that i i literally cannot imagine like someone that i revere so highly and then coming out and doing the thing that i only aspire to do just like them and then yeah. being better at it for even if it's just for a moment just for a match just for a know, match whatever right. but that shit's it's cool done. black yeah. excellence go ahead girlfriend speaking, speaking of uh, seeing black, black girl, faces and seeing, white spaces yes. yes so chloe and hallie are two singers mm-hmm. from sister singers they're actually from Atlanta as well. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful voices, Woo. little baby Beyonce. Yeah. At least I would say Chloe is baby Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Hallie, Hallie is like she's on her own little angelic ethereal. She's type. giving me Corinne Bailey Ray. Yeah, she's giving me literal cherub from heaven. <gasps> I was thinking cherub too. Well, heaven. that's her. That's yeah. her. She has the most angelic, pure, pure, just controlled voice if you have not listened to these young women sing you should you are slipping yeah you should do there's a video of them um singing the national anthem Uh at some basketball game and i was just like oh that's their song now yeah (laughs) i don't care i don't care i don't care i don't care whoever sang it before i mean whitney iconic iconic yes but chloe and hallie they came up they brought it up in the rear yeah they the did national anthem so wait Hall- was it the national anthem or it, was, it was, was the a, black national no, no it was the national, national anthem okay, okay. 
I um, want it to be the Black National I Anthem. I wish. I'd like to hear them sing yeah. that, actually. Yeah. So, Hallie was just named the new Ariel in the reboot of The Little Mermaid. I guess it's going to be live action. I think it's going to be... Is it going to be live action? Like, is she going to be in the movie? Yeah. She or is, is she just the voice? No, she, it's live... I would like to... Number one, I would like to see how they do a live action when... Like, half of the movie takes place underwater. I mean, there's been lots of movies that have taken place underwater. Aquaman. But is it going to look corny? Like, I Yeah, thought- it's going to be heavily CGI. Okay. Like, they, you can't act too I, much underwater. I want it to be real. But there's a, <laughs> there's a part... Oh, yeah, I know. I know. But what are you going to do? Whatever. So she was named The Little Mermaid. And as soon... Like, I know there was a lot of debate about who would be... Ursula. Mm-hmm. And so some people were like, Lizzo should be Ursula. Mm-hmm. Or Titus from Titus mm-hmm. Andromedon mm-hmm. <laughs> should be Ursula. Which I'm like, I can yes, see that. Yeah. I can see it. But I think Melissa McCarthy, McCartney is going to be the Ursula. So I wasn't even thinking. I just, I think maybe somewhere in the back of my mind, I just assumed it would be a white girl. Like, because that's how shit happened. Yeah. So when it was Hallie, I was like, this makes sense. Like, she should be Ariel. Yeah. She absolutely should be Ariel. And I don't know what connections were made to make this happen, but it's just like perfect. It's, it's perfect. perfect. And y'all know, y'all all know you already how know. it is. Bitches be mad. Bitches be so mad. Y'all be Bitches be mad about some fake shit. Fake. It's number one. (laughs) (laughs) It is a fairy tale. It's not a it's not based upon history. There is no Sebastian and Scuttle. (laughs) Like, there's no King. I mean, I guess there is a King Triton in like mythology. Yeah, but that's also mythology, so. That's also fake, too. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like, there was so much. Like, the racism just jumped right the fuck out of everybody. And it's like, why? I I don't even get it. Like, some things. Okay. Some things when racist people go off. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you got a black president. I see why you mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, really? This This? is what's making you mad? Yeah. Y'all don't have shit to do, do you? I just think they don't want us. They don't want to see us win. They don't want to see us ever. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't want to see us. Nope. So it's like you put me on a big screen doing the the white shit job and doing like like someone tweeted like it's been seventy nine years that black people haven't seen themselves as princesses or princes in Disney movies. What? Why are you mad? And when we got a black. Princess, Princess. she was a frog for half the movie. Maybe a little bit more than half the movie. She was barely a princess. She was barely black. (laughs) She wasn't black. She was green. Like, for over half of the movie. So that part is kind of like, don't just be like, well, you got this. It's like, that's one out of however many Disney princesses there are. Right. Not based upon anything historical. Right. And that is so applicable to so many things yeah. it's like y'all really just want to keep us in a lane in a box you can't you can only be this mm-hmm. don't see yourself as desirable don't see yourself as like something that 
little kids now because now I actively had to te- have to teach my kids how to dislike. You know, I think there's a very passive way of like that that white people pass on racism to their children mm-hmm. or other generations. Just like I was telling you about the kid, I talked about it here on the podcast about the kid who came in and I said hello to him and he didn't speak and to he me. didn't speak to me. And you that's like the number one cardinal rule in any black household. If you walk into the room you and you see people in there, you better speak. Especially if they're your elders, especially, especially if they're older than you. But it's also just the courteous, polite thing to do. That's and weird. You allow to not. your child to do that, mm-hmm. not correct him because there are white people, there are tons of people who are like, Can you say hello? Even if the child mm-hmm. is feeling shy, it's at least a it's at least a very like overt example of like I'm teaching my kid how to have manners and respect people Mm -hmm. but when you walk in I say hi to you and I say hi to your child and he doesn't even fuck he just stares at me that's what he's gonna take with him that he's not right he does not have to you don't I don't if I don't want yeah yeah Yeah. of course you don't you don't have to that's fine you know what I'm saying but it's like you should now that you are starting to see us like infiltrate your spaces, you're upset because now you have to be like actively like taking it off the shelf. Like, oh, I don't want my child to see this black princess when really what you never had to do was tell them black people shouldn't exist in your spaces because everything that you've ever had, every Disney movie that you've ever shown your child has only been white people. Mm -hmm. So you never actively had to be like, no, don't look at that black person and think that they're desirable or think that they're good or mm. kind or have good values. Don't look at that black person. Or they're and think, worthy. Or they're worthy. Mm-hmm. Don't look at that black character and think that about them because you never had to literally excise that from the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's like, we have a Tiana. Now we have a, uh, what's the little doctor? The Doc little McStuffins. McStuffins. Yeah. Now we have um, the the Ariel. Now we have Lion King. All black voices, all black cast. Very like pushed in your face mm-hmm. that it's black people doing this mm-hmm. shit. Y'all know what Beyonce sounds like. It's no mistaking that that is not a white woman. <laughs> you Someone <know> said <laughs> Beyonce doesn't sound like a lion. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, is she, I'm, I'm, I don't understand. First of all, I don't think she's a voice actor. I don't think they wanted her to put on some weird ass voice no, for you. Like no. it is Beyonce as Nala. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nala is Beyonce right, right now. Right now, yeah. And I mean, I'm sure in the original Lion King, there were probably African actors and singers that were a part of that. But yeah. again, you couldn't see them. They were lions, just like Tiana was a frog. So now it's like. Because we're starting to infiltrate your spaces, it's getting more difficult to ignore and act like we don't exist. You know, it's getting more. Oh, the difficult. original Lion King was pretty white. Okay, it so. was pretty. Um, Whoopi Goldberg was in it. The she, hyena, she was yeah. one of the hyenas. James Earl Jones was Mufasa. James Earl Jones is problematic, but okay. Whew, okay. Um, <laughs> this man, Robert Guyami. Gilyami was Rafiki. Uh-huh. Madge Sinclair was Sarebi. Nikita Kalami was Nala. Jason Weaver uh-huh. was Simba. Uh-huh. And there was some Jason other- Weaver killed Simba. He killed it. He killed it. He killed it. He did. I wonder how he felt about Donald Glover. Yeah. I mean, being- they weren't going to cast him again. But he was so good. I mean, I don't know what the fuck his voice sounds like now, but I didn't know Matthew Broderick was grown up Simba. I didn't either. That's cool. Isn't that Sarah Jessica Parker? No, who am I thinking of? 
Yeah. That's, that's her husband, yeah. right? Okay, cool. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was also Simba. Really? Speaking parts. Yeah. Not singing parts. Yeah. Damn. Wow. The more you know. Uh, okay anyway so shout out to also hallie pepper pepper what wet pepper is a a wet ass pepper yeah i'm juicy pepper i'm excited to see what comes of this Mm -hmm. um it's gonna be 2020 before that's fine it's almost here whatever yeah (laughs) it has to be longer than that unless they just held on to the news for so long to announce i hate when they do that though i hate when it's like oh coming in 2025 yeah it's like what why why are you even telling me just wait to tell me you know i guess but that's how you do it you build up the anticipation for it right that's fine marketing tactics whatever um she definitely gets a wet it, it's one of those things like upon discovering them i think you and maybe brain oh no maybe you mm-hmm. told me about chloe and hallie and i've held on to them ever since and you know when you feel like people are slept on like this is the flowers that she deserves right now like that's give major. this shit to her you can also see them in grownish that's, oh yes yeah, yeah they are both of them are in grownish that's cute i haven't been watching Grownish, so I don't know what they're doing in that show. But good for them. Yes, absolutely. Make that money. Make it money. Um, yeah, that's really fucking cool. <coughs> um and more black girl magic. Because yeah, that's more? why we here. Yes. Yeah. Funny ass Issa Ray. Yes. When was that award show? That was the women in film. film. Yes. yes. So Issa Rae got an award, best new entrepreneur, best newest, <laughs> newest new entrepreneur. Wow, just wait. Newest baby, the baby entrepreneur. That's what the that was the award she got. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> close though. Issa Rae accepted the Women in Film Emerging Entrepreneur Award. Award. (laughs) Award. And so for this acceptance speech, you know, a lot of people thank everyone else. Right. For their own success. She decided to flip the script and uh, gas her own self up. Precisely. Although a lot of it was like, you know. In good fun. It was in good fun. She started by saying, as women, we tend to downplay ourselves. We tend to dim our light and we're kind of conditioned socially to be humble. And I grew up in the age of hip hop and none of my favorite artists are humble. Right. Master full opening line and it's true like i think we if we're gonna get on some gender war shit Mm -hmm, real quick mm -hmm. i think it's (laughs) it's all good and well for men to be cocky and you know confident and gas themselves and just be like i know i'm the shit like all these like dripping in i i'm what you know what i'm saying i'm sure that the baby and little baby are these exact people that we're describing exactly but you know when it comes i feel like a lot of women feel a little bit they like second guess themselves when it comes time for them Mm -hmm. to state their achievements or even to be like oh i know i'm this and that or Mm -hmm. i like my whatever whatever or i'm good at Mm -hmm. such and such and such and such (laughs) fill in the blank yes you know and i'm just like 
do that shit. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it definitely hit the nail on the head mm-hmm. because, and the reason it was so funny is that because like you said, I think we're so conditioned not to expect that from a woman or if you do hear it from a woman, it's like, oh, she's a bitch. Like yeah, she's, she's automatically a bitch. Right, like, right. Or the, she, who, who the, the fuck, fuck does she, she think she, she is? is? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was so comedic because you don't, it's, it's shocking. But when she presents it to you as like, okay, yeah, so you do the work in your mind about how this is making you feel that I'm saying this shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it was just beautifully like executed like you said it was so timely and it was so fucking funny she's a funny ass person just a funny ass i wish that i was engaged to Issa Rae. all right whoever the fuck he is i'm I'm sorry mystery man mystery i feel like i wish i was him like i want to go (laughs) he did good he did good like like i want to go home to her every day Uh, Uh, that that could be cool that could be so much fun i mean i don't know she might have really bad smelling farts i don't know possibly possibly i think i could get past that though um you know just fart in the bathroom should we play (laughs) a clip of that excerpt or should we just leave it to them to go look it up no we're gonna let y'all look that shit up yourselves. Okay. look been, it up it's been at least a month yeah. you should have seen it by now <laughs> but my question to you mm-hmm. is do you feel like you downplay yourself in efforts not to come off as cocky um no i i don't generally no you don't think that's no no issue. i think uh, I'm trying, I guess I'm trying to think of, because what I'm thinking of in my head is all the areas of my life that I would possibly come off cocky. And essentially that's just like things that I feel like an expert in. Okay. Like I know I'm good at my job. Mm-hmm. I know I'm good at articulating my feelings. I also know I'm a good like mood vibe setter, you know, mm-hmm. those things. So, generally uh, well the, yes the vibe setter yeah that's I, right i feel like i yeah that's fucking right yeah. yeah i feel like i've accepted that you gotta pat yourself on the back and cheer for yourself or nobody else is gonna do it mm. you know what i'm saying and whatever you think your gifts and your talents are whether they are more concrete or abstract mm-hmm. like you just own that shit you know and <clears throat> I feel like the more confident you are in yourself, the better you are at what you do. Right. It's a direct correlation. Like if you feel like have your chest out and you feel good going into it, then Mm. you're going to perform. The performance is better. Is it almost like a fake it till you make it? Possibly, but who who the fuck else knows that? Mm. Only you know that shit. I hope y'all are taking notes because this bitch is dropping gems. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you know what I'm saying? But I think everybody has something that they know that they're good at. Mm-hmm. I think often we have to let go of the notion that this is what a talent is. Anything outside of that is just like, uh, not worthy of mm-hmm. acknowledgement or, or, you know, like whatever. But you whatever your talent is whatever it is that you're good at it doesn't matter how it doesn't you can't compare it to what someone else's thing is that's why we're all here yeah you know like we all have something different to offer so 
be the best. If you're the person that puts these little heads on these matches and you know precisely how to do it so that the match strikes every time, that per- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it is that you're good at, just do own that, that shit. Mm. Own that shit. And, and yes, be confident in yourself. I don't think that I have an issue being confident with the things that I know that I'm good at. Right. You know, maybe there are things that I'm better at than I think that I am, but the things that I know that I'm good at, I don't have an issue being cocky about that. Okay. I think, you know, I had a conversation with a friend recently about this very thing because she's like, I'm very confident in myself. Mm -hmm. And she kind of felt like people took that as cocky and are more comfortable when she's not confident uh-huh. in herself. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Like it's like, bec- you want me to like be smaller so that you don't feel weird about you Yourself. not being yes, comfort- better, better. Or, or better at what you're doing. Exactly. Especially if we're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a thing. That's definitely a thing. Okay. Short personal anecdote. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Please. At work. So we're having like annual reviews time at work. And there was a job that was created for like a tech to, I'm an ultrasound tech for those who don't know, for a tech to like go around to the offices and essentially create the protocol that you do with every patient so that every. Oh, that sounds like something you could do. That every tech, (laughs) that every tech. So that so that every text exam looks exactly the same across yes. the board. When review time came around, this was never brought up to me that this is going to be now a new position that where the the tech is going to have to go around from office to office and like review every Standards other text and practices. Yes, yeah. review every text images. While I know that I am overqualified for that job, yes, obviously, I lack discipline sometimes Mm -hmm. so i'm not always on time that then deems me as a reliable person Mm -hmm. so i had no idea again i had no idea that this existed Mm -hmm. one of my coworkers, a white woman came up to me and she was like oh um in my review this is what our manager told me like and and you know she was like obviously like you know you're up for the position but there's another person not me that we could also consider but we wanted to bring it to you first at the end of why the why did you inter- even bring it to me at the <laughs> end of the interaction i was like why did you even tell it to me yeah but that goes back to the point of you being like you want me you want to make me feel diminished somehow because you know you know that this is my lane this is my lane and this was supposed to be my job Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying the reason i don't have the job is solely my fault Mm -hmm. it's all my fault because whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but but I didn't, the, the job was never presented to me. I wouldn't have even known it existed. If it would have just, if she didn't say something to me and it's like, why? And the only, and you only told me about it to tell me that you didn't take it. You gave it to the other girl. Like, why did you even tell me that? People want to like, as much as I know not everybody is a bad person. And some people do things like that have not because of reasons not even related to you, but people have a tendency to just try to make people feel bad. Like, don't right. bring me down Why to make you yourself feel better. My, like self worth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like you want to put something in my head that's gonna make me question 
obviously, uh, it's so painfully and overtly obvious that if you tell me this story about what happened in your personal review and you bring up the fact that there's a new job that probably includes a pay raise that I wasn't even considered for. That's pointless. That's what pointless. You've now wasted my time and I'm pissed. Yeah. yeah. And you obviously know that your whole, this, 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 what we're talking about, it was your intention for yeah. me to be feeling some kind of way about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's because on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. all the reasons that I absolutely am qualified for the job, like the things that, like, there's one thing that knocks me down. There's mm-hmm. one thing that I can do better that knocks me down. Mm-hmm. But everything else, nobody's getting people that are like, oh, can we have you every time we come? Mm-hmm. Nobody is m- m- not missing shit the way that I do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if something is wrong... I'm going to catch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And again, this is me being cocky or confident or whatever because I know what I know. But that's just you being sure of yourself. Like, exactly. that's just you being secure And in that skills. makes people so uncomfortable that any moment, any opportunity, this was the perfect opportunity for you to just, like, like Dignity. right in my side. Yeah. yeah. Like, for you to just shank me and be, like, not try to knock me down a few. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because on a day-to-day basis, you're asking me, so what? what is it that we do with that again? What, yeah. how, what are we supposed to look for? How do we measure that? Or where do... What, you know what I'm saying? You're asking me those questions on a day-to-day basis. Because you know what the fuck you're talking about. Yes. You well, know? I think we can... I think, obviously, you should keep that same energy. <laughs> like, you're, yeah. you're already on your ESA shit. But I encourage everybody else, including myself. Yeah. And I'm right now I'm talking to my ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I definitely think we should gas ourselves up a little bit more. Yeah. And it and it doesn't have to be, oh, you're full of yourself or you're right. so cocky or you're so vain or Do whatever. Do you think, though, that there is a line of crossing to where it's like, okay, bitch. Oh, for sure. Okay, where does that line happen? I Okay. I think there's a line to be crossed for sure. I think unsolicited gassing of oneself to someone else yeah i don't give a fuck right like she this I'm, person is winning an award she has the floor this to do was the ex- platform to, to do, do it so. yeah <laughs> exactly but if you if we Ooh, are sitting here we talking know people. we know people yes but if we are sitting here talking to each other and it's not even like bethany what are you up to these days and i'm just like oh well you know you broke bitches out here. <laughs> I got I got ten zeros in my bank account. Yeah. Or like whatever. Like right. that's good for you, yeah. but I didn't ask I for didn't that. I didn't ask for that. Like yeah, now it's like, like there's a thin line between being proud of yourself and then bragging mm, just or being like an egomaniac. An egomaniac. Yeah. There's a very thin line. For sure. But I like in general, I don't even think that comes up that often because I don't know too many women like that. No, I, I can don't. tell you lots of niggas like that, Ooh. but that's another story uh, for another time. Yeah, so, <laughs> but you know, when it comes to like our sisters, like <laughs> I don't know too many that are just like out here, like ego tripping. Are we talking really loud? 
No, we're not. We're good. You see things yeah, that it's happen. Fine. Okay. <laughs> um so yeah, Issa's a funny bitch. <laughs> She's a funny person. Like I laughed really hard at that segment and I was also after her doing it, I felt even more proud of her than I had in previously. I was just like, she's really, she's, she's really riding away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I think riding a wave sounds more temporary. Yeah, but she's really here to stay. Yeah, she. I think she has some. She climbed to the power. top. She dusts herself off, Bro. and she's like, "I'm gonna make myself comfortable here." You know, mm-hmm. like she's just doing the damn thing. So can't wait. They are for currently insecure. Yes, that's where I was going. <laughs> yeah. They're currently shooting in the writers' room for Insecure oh, season four. God, so guys. maybe, hopefully, next year we'll Yo. get. Oh, what's the other show with Quinta? Oh, a black lady sketch show. Yes, that I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be good. Another thing, just another like this is the episode of Black Girl Magic for sure. Yeah. But um, you know, that's something we've never seen before. And I, I think a black lady sketch show. Exactly. I think a lot of funny people I know mm-hmm. are women. Like yeah. I know a lot of most of them. <laughs> because you know what? We go through so much shit that like Sharifa, not saying that Sharifa goes through a lot of shit, but Sharifa <laughs> just surprises me sometimes with her like comedic, like timeliness. Yes. Like I'm just like, damn, bitch. Shout like, out to you, Sharifa. Hey, happy birthday, boo. Happy birthday. Um, yeah, she's just like so on it, and I just be like rolling my ass off at her. And I don't find I find myself getting giving courtesy laughs to more niggas than I do Ooh, women. You know, it's like yes. I'm gonna laugh because I know you're expecting it and I'm trying to be nice. Um, if you don't know what a courtesy laugh is, it's the polite <sighs> yeah. That you oh, yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's a right. fake laugh. Exactly. Right. Um so and I think uh um passing through pod mm-hmm. Nika, is that how you say her name? Yeah. Yeah. Passing through Pat, I'm so sorry if I pronounced her name wrong, but she has this <laughs> Waste His Time Wednesdays segment that she does, and she talks about the woman, like if you ever see a woman out with a guy and she's laughing with her neck, it's essentially <laughs> a courtesy laugh, like where you throw your head back and you put on the dramatics show just because you're trying to be nice. And it's like, I don't find myself doing that very often with Jesus. black women. I think laughing is a love language. I know that's not one. <laughs> Number six. It's Number the, six is the, the sixth six love language. <laughs> and that might be my, my main love language like if you can make me laugh yeah laughing is my favorite thing to do ever so if you can make me laugh such a good feeling and like laugh to like hurt like a gut (laughs) like a guttural (laughs) from my diaphragm i think (laughs) the other day i was uh talking to my friend lasandra what up lasandra and (laughs) i was telling her about some <laughs> okay what okay i'm about to start laughing i was telling her about a conversation you and i had about some bitch who was like looking at my instagram and she was bored <laughs> which right. by the way fuck her fuck you fuck 
fuck you. Stay where you at. All summer 19. Stay where the fuck you at. Christina called. Lissandra. No, you called. Uh, I was telling the story to Lissandra. And you called her a troll. (laughs) She has a fucking troll. But not as in like acts but looks. (laughs) No, as in both. Like seeing her confirmed. (laughs) Confirmed her trollness. Anyway. Like exactly what troll level she was on when I saw her. That shit took me out. I was laughing until I couldn't even tell the story because I was laughing so hard. And maybe we're just silly ass girls, but that shit tickled me to my core. (laughs) Okay, yes, yes. But yes, I don't often have those moments with guys. And the ones that I do, I usually try to date them. So like, it's like few and far between. If I find a guy that makes me laugh the way that my best girlfriends do, I fall in love. Like exactly, it's just it's wild out here. Basically, if you want to be friends with me, don't be funny. If you're a man, <laughs> right. if you're a girl, please be, be funny. funny. If you're trying to wife me, right, be funny. <laughs> if, yeah, and if you're trying to wife me, be funny. So I don't know. C- congratulations on her award. I, I mean, mean, I can't wait for everything that. Happening. And I can't wait for a Black Lady Sketch Show to come out. Ooh. I think that's gonna be fun. Yes. Um, that's gonna. I saw some of the. First of all, there's a lot of like guest stars that are gonna be in it, and a lot of the sketches, I think, are gonna be tailored to our experience, Fuck which is yeah. just gonna like make me love it even more. Exactly. Yeah. So down for that. Down for um, that. And y'all can just stay mad. You know, y'all can just be mad. Why isn't there a white lady sketch show? Nobody said that. They haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, what else? What else is on the list? I had a list. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Um, oh, so June, I mean, I know we're in July now, but we're talking a lot about things that happened in June or information that came out in June. June mm-hmm. was Pride Month, so happy yes. belated Pride to you all. Shout out to Marsha P. And um, Lil Nas X came out. He did. Yeah. In a very, honestly, I listened to his EP. I listened to every song on there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was solid because... I think when you have such a big song, it's hard to, to keep that up. shit yeah, going. Keep that going. So right. he put out a pretty solid project. I liked it. The song that he said, Clo- Clo- "Closure." Closure. Um, the song that he said we needed to listen to. I wanted to say "Closet," but I was like, "That uh, that's too on the nose." He, uh, I guess that was his coming out song. In whatever way he is. Yeah. I'm just going to say he's queer for now. Because yeah. he never confirmed if he was gay, gay or bi or whatever. Asexual. It, right. He never said, but, you know, it ended with a happy pride, y'all. Or his yeah. his message. Yeah. Um, dope. Now, like, so the, 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 there's a man with the long, longest running number one in the world. Black in the man. history. Black man. And he's queer. Like, yes. y'all man. Y'all be mad. mad there was a lot of uh i'm never listening to the song again you too People bad so extreme i don't understand I that don't extremist understand. mentality like that is fucking weird you guys like get off that shit 
get off that shit. I I don't understand it. I don't get that. I'm never listening to the song. I'm not gonna let my kids listen to it. Like interpreting the song in some like weird ass sexual way. It's like no. This just shows how fucked up y'all are like y'all gay (laughs) (laughs) right right all y'all are gay obviously Obviously. and you just haven't dealt with it yet and that's okay i mean in due time but you know you can celebrate pride next year when you come to grips with whatever it is you're You're going going through through. right but you know i think it's just really i'm happy that he has you know that he stepped into his truth now. Like yeah. he's and no longer hiding whatever I it is. I loved that it wasn't like Lil Nas X. Then Lil Nas X drops the Lil five years later, and now he's the new Nas or whatever he's gonna transform into. I'm glad that it didn't take 20 years for him for to come him out. To, congratulations, Lil Nas X. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that we live... I mean, because I think it's, like, conflicting sometimes. Sometimes we're like, oh, bullying is at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. Like, kids are taking their own lives because they're being bullied. But also, in the same regard, I think we live in a time where there's also a great deal or a great number of people who are more open-minded and are more open to changes and challenges and, like, accepting of different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't live in a completely homogenous society we never have right but it's always been this like really consorted effort to make it that way but it's like no that's not what makes us us you Mm -hmm. know so i'm I'm happy that he felt like because if if you think about the time an age in hip-hop where there's like homophobia is pretty much a requirement to Mm -hmm. be a rapper or a black man in music you know Mm -hmm. so I'm just happy that we're at a space where he doesn't feel like that is a necessity or right. has to fake it till he makes it in that, right. in that sense. And he's been handling like the criticisms. And- he's funny as hell. Like I follow him on Twitter and apparently he's been like a Twitter person uh-huh. for a while. So he he can he's funny so he can respond to like people's ignorance mm-hmm. with humor mm-hmm. and he was like next time somebody say something gay I'm gonna kiss you <laughs> right <laughs> and right I'm like see right you're gonna be you're gonna fine. fine you're gonna be fine right. little Nas X. right I like it right <clears throat> yeah so happy belated pride thank you little Nas X for being closing you. it out in the most epic of ways right <clears throat> right um i you know that about covers it we know that there's a lot of troubling things happening always but sometimes we have to be in a place of like keeping ourselves uplifted yes you know peppers and wets only this episode yeah <laughs> we left the lemons alone we left the lemons alone you know <clears throat> so i don't know what else I don't have anything else to add, um, but if you have something you want to add to the conversation, something we left out, something you want to know our opinion on, or if you just want to say hello, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. And you can email us at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, bye. See ya.
Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I heard you. I heard you didn't hear her. I heard something. I, mean, I thought I, it was Artemis. I was like, what is he getting up you to? You walking through. Yo. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Wow. You guys. Okay.